The story of Ruth is one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Not because of the so-called uh, romance with uh, Ruth and Boaz. Because we're <laughs> that wasn't romance, first of all. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, but I love the story mainly because of Naomi. Um, Naomi should have had her own book. Um, I'm, I'm gonna act a little Kanye, you know, like Ruth. Ruth is a <laughs> a great sister, but Naomi should have had her own book. Um, and I stand on that ten toes down. Um, because Naomi was so intricate in that love story, right? Um, and it's hard. It's hard to even imagine. Her wanting to help Ruth. Because, right, the story the story of Ruth is short, right? Just like the story of Jonah, um, it's uh, real short. Um, this is four, four chapters. And it starts off um, talking about how Naomi loses not only her husband, but her only two sons, which are, are her, apparently, I guess, her only children, too. Um, they all die. You know, it was like kind of like the story of Job, like <laughs> her whole family just started to check and she has, you know, two daughter-in-laws and, you know, they're like, you know, what? hey, we're going to stay with you. We're going to come back to Bethlehem with you. And she's just like, no, 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 it's okay. You guys can leave. Um, other girl was like, you sure? <laughs> she bounced. I don't even remember her name. Um, no one does. Um, but, but Ruth stayed, right? And that's where her story began, where it's just like, yo, you're loyal. Because, you know, you not only married my son, but you you married to the family. And, you know, Ruth then goes on to say, like, where you go, I go. Um, You're going to be my God. You know, where you get buried, I get buried. You know, just speaking loyalty. Um, But what's what's crazy is that I don't even know where Naomi gets the energy to stand. You know, because again, you you lose your husband, you you lose both of your sons. Um, but you know, they journey back to Bethlehem. Um, and the thing I love about Naomi so much is that she was still willing to help. You read later on in the chapters about how you know she's well aware of her bitterness, right? Changes her name when she gets back. She's like, "Don't call me this no more. Call me um, this instead." Um, because like she's just been beaten down. You know, la vie miserable. But she's just like, you know, I'll still help you, Ruth. I'll still help you. Um, so, you know, kudos and flowers to, to Naomi for that. Because it's really hard for women, um, for anyone, for men and women who, let's say, have lived a hard life, right? Who, you know, got dealt cards they didn't really want. Um, most people just love, you know, making other people miserable, Right. There's a saying, right? Misery loves company. But Naomi was the opposite. You know, despite her misery, she still wanted to see good for, you know, her daughter-in-law. Because she could have easily said, like, you know, no, let's both, let's all just mourn and cry and stay low. And, you know, she was still worried and she still cared about Ruth. Um, now, Ruth... Right, because this, this the whole title of this podcast is you know how to bag them, um, and the point of this is really to is to highlight how women can put themselves in positions 
to be seen by the men that they're interested in. Um, I'm not saying you pursue the man, you know, because that's not what <laughs> that's not what Ruth did. Um, she sort of did, but um, but I'm really speaking about you know her putting herself in position um, because something that Ruth understood early on was that okay, I have to first off come back work in someone's field and hopefully someone can take care of us because back in the day if you didn't have a husband you were uncovered right um all the possessions everything that you owned was in the man's name um so they were technically uncovered husbands aren't here um sons aren't here so you know so here she is putting herself in position now um something that she did was go out into the fields and get noticed by Boaz here's what's beautiful right and this is something that's extremely important before you even put yourself in position you have to make sure that you have a good reputation after Boaz says oh okay hey because he he sees her he he then is speaking to some other guys and they're like oh yeah hey that's uh Ruth Ruth of the, the Moabites you know and they tell Boaz her whole story about how she stayed even though you know husbands died sons died she still stayed she was still loyal um, so then when they met, first thing Boaz says is, I've heard of you. So it's not really enough to just say like, hey, let me put myself in position um, to be seen or spoken to by a guy that I'm interested in um, when I have a bad reputation. The reason why it's, it's, um, it's important to not have such a bad reputation if you're trying to be seen by someone is because you're going to have to expect it to come up in conversation. And the last thing you want is for it to come up in conversation. Because a lot of us are, you know, we're afraid of shame, right? We're afraid of being embarrassed, of being um, reminded of things that we've done. But sometimes that happens. Is it cool? No, but it happens. So to avoid it, have a good reputation. But she puts herself in position. And then he starts to notice her. Um, now, the rest of the story... It kind of gets sumun uh, <laughs> a bit, um, but I, I guess you know it was just the customs of back then of you know how to really be noticed, um, how to show your loyalty and to prove that you're subservient. Um, you know, in the later chapters, she pops up and she's at the threshing floor. She's at his feet, uncovers his feet, whatever that meant, um, and then he takes real notice of her and then he's just like you know what yes this is what I want to do I want to I want to cover you I want to protect you I want to you know be your redeemer um and then that's what makes the story so beautiful is to you know see his intentionality and to see his desire and to see um how he walks the way he talks you know, that's that's what's so noble, so noble about about Boaz. That's why he's the golden standard in the Bible. Right. So, like, if you're a brother and you're not a Boaz, <laughs> take yo as. <laughs> um, but but the beautiful thing, though, is. Although the man is going to pursue, although, you know, at the end of the day, he's the one that's going to initiate. There's absolutely nothing wrong with 
you know, being in his eyesight, um, being in his peripheral. Um, like he's not gonna think that you're that you're uh, antsy or that you're thirsty. He's gonna think that you're interested. You know, obviously, you know, you keep your composure. Obviously, you, you know, you don't blow the spot up or you don't don't make the block hot. Um, you pray. You, you know, don't rush into anything, but it doesn't mean you can't be in the vicinity. Some of us are, you know, a Ruth and a Boaz away. But you're afraid to be noticed. 